0: The following is a Tony Lozano podcast, an OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Free Kicks. So, Adam, I got some uh, news uh, via email yesterday. Okay. Um, you know, I was I entered the lottery for tickets to the Euro Cup, mm. and I did receive four tickets for a game on June twenty fifth uh, next year. And the draw came out yesterday also. Yeah. And the game that we're going to be seeing is uh, Netherlands versus Austria. Ooh, which will, bad. In, in Berlin. Oh, great. Which will kind of be a fun one. So that's, uh, you, you know, they made those draws yesterday, right? Yes, yes. I, I saw the
1: draws. Well, you know, the very first game is Germany versus Scotland.
0: Yeah. Yeah
1: be a great
0: one so I'll be in Germany next summer hopefully uh, I'll get to see some of the other games because I know the Copa games are going on at the same time too right
1: yes and they've got the draw for that coming up this week too so we'll know where everybody's at exciting stuff
0: Okay, well, we have lots more to cover because it's time for Free Kicks. And now, Free Kicks. Free, free kicks. kicks. With Illinois Youth Soccer Association's Director of Coaching, Adam Howarth. And Rick Kemper. So I don't ordinarily root for the Netherlands, but, uh, you know, especially against Austria, since my father's from Austria. <laughs> but, um, I think the fact that we have... Uh, two of my favorite Liverpool players playing on the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. You got uh, mm-hmm. Virgil Van Dyke. You got uh, Gepko. Actually, there is three yep. now, right? Don't they have another one, uh, Granderman or something like that? Or uh... mm-hmm. I think you are right. Yeah. Yep. So I mean, so that I I may be rooting for the Netherlands uh, in uh, in Berlin.
1: Hey, it's a heck of a group too. I mean, and the you know who the other team is in that group? No, who? A little team called France that might win the whole thing. Wow! <laughs> so and, and then they get a playoff winner. But um, yeah, that's that's probably the group of death. If anything, yeah. Holland, Austria, France, and then whatever the playoff winner is. But that's a heck of a group for sure.
0: Wow, sure is. So uh, let's talk about what's going on in the Premier League because uh, that's uh, what we talk about mainly here
1: premier league football what's happening
0: on the pitch haven't played that one in a while yeah. um you know uh, the team that uh we just is a foregone conclusion that is going to win the league uh, because they've won it uh what 10 years in a row how many years in a row have they won it
1: three years <laughs> <laughs> three years in a three row, in a row. <laughs>
0: manchester city um they are uh actually not at the top of the table and they yeah. had quite a game uh, this past week. Uh, they, they had a draw against Tottenham. They were leading that game. Uh, Jack Grealish scored a big goal to make it 3-2. It looked like uh, they would just coast to another victory. Tottenham mm-hmm. was crying on the sidelines. And then <laughs> they came back and they, they managed to get a draw, which means now that Man City hadn't won a game in three straight games. It also, I mean, they haven't, they haven't lost either, right? I mean. True. But the panic is out. I mean, I, I was reading the uh, the various different message boards and listening to uh, some of the pundits out there. Would you like to hear what some of the pundits are saying? Sure. Roy Keane, you know who he is, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm starting to become doubtful about City winning the title. There's a reason it hasn't been won four years in a row, because keeping those levels up, that hunger, desire, you get a few injuries, some of the top boys coming off of it. But certainly Arsenal and Liverpool I'm looking at, especially Arsenal, with the strength and depth they've got and the experience of last year. Okay, so that sounds like he's thinking maybe it won't be Man City this year. Jamie Carragher. Maybe this season Arsenal will have the experience and will be stronger in those moments. We know Liverpool have been there before with the manager and certainly half the team. We might ourselves we might have ourselves a title race going into March or April. And then Gary Neville. Uh, he says uh, there are always warning signs. The problem is with City. We've become accustomed to them not being complacent and not playing like this. There's definitely a pattern. Of them not waking up, thinking it's going to be easy. Nine goals conceded in four matches is so unlike Manchester City. Those are three of the more prominent uh, commentators in England, wouldn't you say?
1: Yes, definitely, definitely. Um, But I must say, there is a little bit of an issue here.
0: Because... (laughs) I think I know what you're going to say. you (laughs) got
1: two of these three being... Former Manchester United players.
0: And the other one's a Liverpool guy.
1: And then the third (laughs) one is a Liverpool. So, do you think there's a little bias of where their thoughts are? The noisy neighbours, as they were known, (laughs) are better than the mess that's going on with Manchester United, which I'm sure we'll talk about another day. But, yeah, I mean, I'm not worried. Yeah. I mean, they should have They should have won. They should have scored right at the end. Unfortunately, not the best refereeing uh, decision there. The guy was clean through, and he calls it back for a foul.
0: Yeah, um, that's a good point. I that, forgot about that, that play.
1: <laughs> that was awful. I mean, that's something I would see in uh, some of the lower leagues here and some of our grassroots levels with some of our youth coaches who are still youth referees that are still learning the game. You know, yeah. that's an easy mistake, but... When you're thinking of a professional being paid to be a referee, yeah yeah that that shouldn't happen, so yeah, okay, three points difference and probably they're probably closer than what they were before.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> I'm not worried
0: I'm I will also say this uh, we're recording this on a Tuesday, yeah, uh, they play uh Wednesday against uh, right. Aston Villa uh good chance that they win that game. Um, and then the talking stops, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. They could be by they could be top of the league again by the end of the week, by right? you know, so again, you just you just never know. It's so close. I'm just excited that we've got a lot more teams to watch and it's gonna be a little bit closer. I think mean, Man City's just playing with us, but that's all right. So yeah. just let us let us keep it close for a little while.
0: I'm fine with them playing with us. <laughs> it makes it more interesting. <laughs> it
1: makes yes, it... I, t- I totally agree.
0: And, you know, you got to remember there's this little guy named uh, Kevin De Bruyne who has not played yeah. all year long, who is only, like, you know, one of the top five or six players in the world. Um, exactly. Uh, so when he comes back, uh, you know, they're going to just be better.
1: Totally right. Exactly. When he gets there, they will be better. There's yeah. no question. And he's good for a few uh, assists, there's no question.
0: But I will say these games have been pretty exciting. Uh and that game against Tottenham was a great game. And they gotta give Tottenham credit because they did not give up.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, look at even when you think of the three draws that Man City have had, you know, you had a four four and a three <laughs> three. I mean, they're great for them, and then Tottenham have had, even though they've lost a few. Well wow. that's Tottenham. <laughs> but the, the, you know they 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 certainly give it everything they've got, and obviously they've been absolutely hammered with the injuries. You know, arguably uh, two centre backs and, um, right. and and red cards as well. So it's injuries, red cards. And everything else. So, um, so they've been really hampered by that. So that makes a big difference as well.
0: I do them. like their coach, though. I like, uh, I like that Australian guy. I mean, yeah, like... Ange,
1: Ange Postelacu, yeah, that, the Ange, Ange ball as they call it. It's <laughs> exciting. There's always going to be goals, and that's what Tottenham fans want. They want excitement. Yeah. Um, because they know they know they're not going to win. They just rather be excited.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say because they've never had it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Although they've always had lots of excitement. No, they I always don't. concede a lot of goals. I mean, that there's just it's nice that they score a few now. So it's good for them. Good, good job, Tottenham.
0: Well, let's talk about uh, another team that I uh, have been watching uh, for mm-hmm. the you know many years now, Liverpool. Uh, yes. So this is another. That was another barn burner of a game. I don't know if you saw that game at all. Uh, they were down no. a goal with uh, a few minutes left. I, I turned it on because it was one of those, you know, eight o'clock games. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah. Okay. So you uh,
1: snuck in there, stuck in there for the second half. Is that what exactly? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, Liverpool was down three to two against Fulham because Liverpool just uh, has decided that uh, defense is optional. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I will say, they they have one of the most amazing offenses to watch, and it is just a joy when they're clicking on all cylinders. They yeah. knocked in two goals in the last few minutes and won just a tremendous game.
1: Yeah, it, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, Trent Alexander-Arnold is now turning into a legitimate goal scorer, which yeah. is uh, very interesting. Uh, the McAllister goal was just an absolute treat. I mean, that shot from a distance into the top right-hand corner was amazing. Uh, but you're you're absolutely right. Um, it's they're exciting to watch, very much like the Tottenham and Liverpool game. It's you know lots of goals. I think I in the in on Sunday out of the five games that took place, there was 24 goals. I mean, that's yeah. fantastic. It is I great. Mean, Yeah, that's what we want. We want to see goals. Not great for the goalkeepers, I get it, but uh, this is what people want to go and see. So goalkeepers are having good games, great. But lots of chances, lots of goals being scored. Um, I mean, Alexander Arnold, what a fantastic free kick he had there. Um, That was tremendous.
0: Yeah. Uh, So let me just say this uh, to the Premier League. Uh, You have a a team that is... You know, one of the most exciting teams in the world, if not the most exciting team in the mm-hmm. world. Um, and this coming weekend, you're starting their game at 6.30 in the morning in America. And uh, I'm not going to watch it. I'm not. <laughs> it's, it's way too early for me. How about featuring your most exciting team in the primetime games? Just an idea.
1: Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe send them a note because I know it's tough. But if you're a true fan, Rick, you'd you'd make that you'd make that yeah. commitment. You'd make yeah. that commitment to get up. So, I do.
0: Yeah, I'm a true fan of sleeping too. So, uh,
1: <laughs> I, I get yeah. it. No, it it is it's it's tough. And, and I've never been a big fan of the the, the twelve thirty kickoffs. That's what the time is in in England when they do that. I traditionally the games have always started at three. That's what people know on a Saturday. Um, since the TV deal which they just signed a new one I don't know if you saw that I did, Close yeah. to $7 billion or something crazy yeah. which will probably allow NBC to show more games again but um, traditionally that's the, that's when obviously games change so they can show more but you're always going to get in that 9am slot of 3 or 4 games and that's that to me is traditional Saturday football as they say
0: so um the other team that's in the top 4 right now we've talked about uh last couple of weeks that just mm-hmm. kind of snuck in there uh is Aston Villa. Now I think yeah. th- I think that this is a uh, come to Jesus week for Aston Villa. Um and we already mentioned they're playing against Man City on Wednesday uh, on Saturday or Sunday, I forget which day, this coming weekend they are playing Arsenal. So mm-hmm. we'll find out what they're all about won't we
1: I totally agree it's the classic are you a contender or a pretender week I mean that's basically what it's going to boil down to we'll see if they're made of it you know they've got the two toughest teams in the league arguably yeah uh, we'll see see where they uh, see where they stack up
0: uh, they did not play great last weekend
1: no, they got a, a last, literally an injury time equaliser against a Bournemouth team that's obviously near the bottom of the table. So that doesn't hold well. Uh, the good thing, I guess, if you want to turn it into a positive, as as uh, Villa boss Emery always does, is he 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 appreciated the fighting quality of his side. You know, the yeah. classic. Well, you didn't play very well, but you fought at the end and you got a goal.
0: Yeah. Congratulations. where to go lads? <laughs> yeah. Except he's, Arlie, not, yeah. Yeah, he's Spanish.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's a good point. I don't know if he says lads in Spanish yeah, we'll probably not. translation. Yeah. But um but yeah, but they've got a legitimate goal scorer in Ollie Watkins who's banging goals in, obviously in the England squad as well. Um so they've always got a chance and I think uh you've got They've got talent, Douglas Luis is is being courted by Manchester City actually. I think they really want him.
0: Yeah, they, they um, need so, more
1: guys. Yeah, exactly. They need a little bit of extra help. You know, with De Bruyne going out, yeah, know, yeah. yeah. Um but they're like you said, you're absolutely right. This is gonna be the week to see if they are
0: All right, so the team. When, they we, are. when we gather for our next podcast we'll have some sort of an answer on that. Uh, And by the way, Everton uh, looked like they were a little angry this past weekend. I don't know if you saw that.
1: Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. Um, Interesting how they they played. I mean, they played played well, got the win, which was good. I mean, away from home is always a good victory. Um, Glad that they were able to sneak it. And they were probably deserving against the Nottingham Forest side that kind of looked a little, they struggled a little bit. So I'm a little fearful of the manager. Notting of forests because um, in terms of his uh, ability to stay there because they've they, they invested a lot of money in players and so yeah. whenever whenever chairman or owners do that you know that that kind of help you know is always a tough thing because they're always quickly to change um, and talking of changes, I don't know if you saw the news uh, Sheffield United have replaced their manager he yeah. is gone. So, uh, got a new manager there, and Chris Wilder, who was formerly their manager, uh, and probably the the five nil in against Burnley, who's just right above him, didn't help his cause.
0: Yeah, I think he was fired at halftime. <laughs> uh,
1: yes, exactly. <laughs> I
0: mean that I that was a that was a rough one, and that was was that Burnley's first win or maybe second win of the entire season. So, yeah, yeah, yeah second win. Yeah. No, no, not good. All right, well, Free Kicks is brought to you by the Illinois Youth Soccer Association.
1: Illinois Youth Soccer has been proudly serving the Illinois soccer community since 1975 and is a nonprofit corporation, charter member of the U.S. Soccer Federation, charter member of U.S. Youth Soccer, administers U.S. Soccer Federation coaching programs, the Olympic Development Program, and referee programs. For more information, go to illinoisyouthsoccer.org.
0: So we uh, we teased something last week. Uh, this week, yes. let's, uh, let's put a little meat on that bone.
1: And now, the latest Chicago
0: area soccer news, soccer news. Soccer news. Soccer news. with Coach Adam. So uh, tell everybody who you just got off the phone with uh, before yeah. uh, we chatted today.
1: Yeah, so I was able, typically I may get a few early morning calls, but this was an exciting one to always get. So uh, um, our men's national team's boss, Greg Berholter, gave me a call just because we had to do a slight rescheduling because if you haven't heard, I know we've been doing a little bit of a media search, a surge of information, but we have a Zoom call for all of our members of Illinois Youth Soccer, a Zoom call, uh, for, with Greg Burholter, the US men's national team coach. So we're really excited about that. Um, unfortunately, we've had to kind of slightly pivot a little bit just due to his commitments with uh, the Copa America and different things. And we're just going to move that originally it was scheduled for Wednesday of this week. We're moving it just to Thursday. Same time, same link, all that stuff. But uh, make sure you check in on our website for information. On the Greg Berhalter uh, Zoom call, he'll be talking about uh, style of play and the technical plan, how U.S. soccer is going to try and do things and, in preparation for the summer and the Copa America. So exciting stuff.
0: Okay. And uh, this might have already happened by the time you hear this, uh, this uh, podcast, but I'm going to predict a few things that he says. You ready? Okay, and go for I'll it. I'll try not to get you fired here. Uh, i predict he's going to say it's a game of two halves he will say there are no easy games at this level he's going to say we're taking it one game at a time he's going to say you "You couldn't write a script like this he's going to say we have to focus on the fundamentals and he's going to say goals win games just a few predictions uh, that's
1: that's so fantastic and it's so funny you say that because we were talking about that at a workshop this week i was at about great quotes And there's a twitter account which just deals with all of the coaches and they have a little reel of coaches saying exactly those things my favorite one yeah the proof is in the pudding yeah we'll see
0: i'd love to know where that one came from any idea
1: i have no idea I have no idea, but it's just a classic, you know, so, yeah. But that game of two halves, the proof is in the pudding, or they're a great outfit, any of those types of things is always good.
0: All right, it's time for your favorite feature. Time now to guess the Premier League star. Okay, this this, uh, is a very established player that we've got this week. Ready? He is 30 years old. Who is it? He is a midfielder. Okay. This is his, actually his his first year playing in the Premier League, but it's his fourth country that he's playing in professionally. He's 30. He's previously played in Belgium, in Germany, and his native land. Okay. 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 He plays on his national team. Has even served as the captain of his national Hmm. team. Okay. He doesn't score often, but he scored the goal that got his German team Stuttgart into the first Bundesliga.
1: So they got he got them promoted back. Yes. Okay. Playing with Stuttgart, thirty years old.
0: He also scored a big goal last weekend. Okay, all right.
1: It's his first
0: year. So. He's from Japan.
1: Okay. From Japan. And it's his first year.
0: Yep. He wears the color red.
1: Okay, so he scored a goal for Liverpool. Would that be fair to say?
0: That would be fair to say.
1: Okay, and uh, I'm going through my mental block of names here because he's established, but he's not massively well-known. Is that probably fair to say? That is fair to
0: say. I'll give you another hint. He's the opposite of beginning O.
1: What What does that
0: mean? (laughs) When you figure out his name, you'll get it.
1: Oh my gosh! I don't. I'm trying to. might. I'm trying to remember his name here. Oh my goodness!
0: What's the opposite of beginning?
1: Ending. Endo,
0: Endo, there you go. That's who it
1: was. Oh my goodness, Endo, yes, absolutely. I'll be honest with you. I have no idea about Endo as a player and what he's achieved. To be honest,
0: well, uh, that's he, why uh, he's not
1: a Premier League star, Rick. <laughs> for goodness' sake,
0: what are you talking about? He plays for Liverpool. He scored a big goal. He's you know he's Waturo Endo. He's a you know been a captain of the Japanese national team. He's he is a big star, but uh, all right, <laughs> boy, you're you're really gonna regret that time that you said that I make these too easy. Yeah, no, uh, that was that was a tough one. That was like a tough said. one. Yes, agreed. Because yeah, I, between you and me, I had never really heard of him before this past week. <laughs> and, you, and you support the team. <laughs> I know. So There you go. <laughs> I What's mean, I'd heard time? of him, but you know, he never really yeah. did much for me. Until he scored that goal, and now he's my best friend.
1: Of course. There you go. That's how it works out. Yeah. Yeah. Who were the other teams he played for?
0: Uh, he played for Stuttgart, and he played uh, in Belgium for, uh, I think, Andrecht or whatever it's called. No, it's, I don't have it here in front of me, but uh, it was in Belgium. Okay. He's in Belgium too. Okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't even know if he's played that much, to be fair. Well, he was a big
0: star in the Bundesliga. Um, yeah, which yeah. Uh, you know, you don't watch, which is that's fine, right. I mean, I
1: don't watch it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you, I'm just, I just to be fair, I, I always tried to, Sometimes I'll pull up information afterwards. Yeah. Um, I mean, the teams he's played with before Stuttgart, I'd never heard of.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, and I, I like to think of myself. I mean the. The team in Belgium never really heard of so yeah, oh, interesting.
0: What is All the right. team in Belgium?
1: Saint Trudon, okay. Trudon, yeah. I believe it was. Yeah, of course. So, like Who could I said... forget that?
0: <coughs> Who could forget his days roaming the midfield for them? <laughs> yeah. All right, it's time for an, uh, my favorite feature of the show.
1: Now, time for Adam's
0: weekend soccer TV tip. tip, tip, tip. Other than stumping you, uh, this is my favorite uh, portion of the show where you tell us what, what games to watch. I happen to have uh, done a little perusing of what's coming mm. up, and boy, there's some good ones.
1: There, there, is, some, there is some amazing games. And I'm going to dive on a couple of things before you talk about the Premier League. Now, we have to mention it. It's the MLS Cup Final. It's our National League here. Yes. That's going to be going on Saturday, December the ninth. And for those of you, you may or may not have Apple TV, but it is actually this game is free on Apple TV. So you can actually clip it up, you know, flip it on and watch it. So it's at three o'clock on Saturday in Columbus. It's going to be pretty chilly. Columbus versus LAFC. So that should be a good one to watch. And then. Also, I obviously coached college for a long time. It's the culmination of the College Cup, the Final Four weekend. They had games on Friday, and also on the finals on Monday. So you've got Clemson, West Virginia, Oregon State, and Notre Dame in the Final Four on the men's side. So that should be exciting. So there's a little sidebar of games. And I think uh, Florida
0: the, State won it for the late on the ladies' right. side this year.
1: Yep, yeah, yep, yeah. yeah, absolutely right. Just yesterday on Monday night. Florida State won it quite convincingly against the Stanford team as well that was um, you know doing pretty well they were the number 1 team i think when i turned it off it was at 4-1 i'm not sure how much it finished but uh, it was quite a convincing win for Florida State um, and then on for Premier League i mean there's there's games this week as 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 rick already mentioned but the two ones i think we're going to have to watch i think saturday has to be villa versus arsenal we will definitely find out if they are contenders. That's an 11.30 kickoff, switch, so okay. it works out for everybody's <laughs> schedule. And then Sunday, this should be a good one, too. I think there's going to be a lot of goals in this just because of the way they play. I think um, I'm probably going to start watching Spurs more often because I know they're going to score and concede goals. So yeah. uh, Spurs versus Newcastle on Sunday, 10.30 kickoff. I think should be a good one, Newcastle. Uh, slowly moving up the table. Had a big win against a Manchester United outfit uh, who are struggling big time. Lots of talk about that, so we may have to come back and circle back on Man United next week because... Who knows if ten hogs going to last the season?
0: Yeah, there could soon. there could be a series of firings. They like to do it around Christmas time, as uh, yeah, you know, exactly. Say, yeah, make Christmas. everybody happy.
1: <laughs> happy Christmas. <laughs> I think that was I think last year if I remember there was somebody got fired on on New- on Christmas Eve or something. I mean, yeah. talk about the worst the worst <laughs> timing. But you know, yeah. there's a lot of games at Christmas. You know that.
0: So well, far. let's remember Ebenezer Scrooge was an Englishman. <laughs>
1: that's true. Yeah, that's true.
0: Well, that, that sounds exciting. I'm, I'm looking forward to all of those games. Yeah. Um, this, uh, this podcast has also been brought to you by Green White Soccer. Uh, Green White has been serving the Chicago community for 65 years. You can find them at greenwhitesoccer.org. We're run by uh, Mustafa Edders, who's a excellent coach. We should also thank uh, Tony Lozano, our executive producer, uh, for his hard work on the show. Uh, he's with Opie Productions. We should also thank uh, uh, Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radio Misfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of Free Kicks. The preceding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including OpieShows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions.
1: Tony, can you shut up?